Recently, writer and art historian Jonathan Orozco sat down with artist, organizer, and member of the Ogallala Lakota Nation, Nathaniel Rouleau, to unpack some of the complications raised by land acknowledgments within cultural institutions and their ability, or lack thereof, to affect change outside the sphere of performative activism. Um, just starting out, just to like introduce people, what exactly do you do? I know you're an artist, but yeah, I, do you just do art. Do you do other things? Like, are you a cultural worker? I, I mean, kind of. I, I, I usually like say my job title is like a visual artist, actor, and educator. Um, I have a master's degree in theater uh, from the University of Houston. I uh, am like a classically trained actor. Shakespeare has been what I've kind of done my whole life, <laughs> and um, I've moved around the country a lot, working as an actor you know, painting on the side and teaching a lot too at, at the college level and, and undergrad. And I mean, at the, when I was in grad school, I taught undergrad, taught high school and middle school. And I've done like elementary summer camps, you know, I just like theater education is also like part of what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I had my first kid, uh, my wife and I did, he's like a little over a year is a year in July. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. Since then, I've, I kind of fully, we kind of transitioned how we were living. We moved back to, to Omaha, and um, we set it up where my wife works from home, but I stay at home, Dad, and I, I kind of I take care of Luca all day. And then kind of late at night, I get, go to my studio and paint until the wee hours in the morning and then <laughs> kind of start it all up. So, and, and just, I mean, I know this is in your bio, but what nation do you identify with? I, I'm a member of the Oglala Lakota Nation. And, uh, my family's from where we, I grew up like in Western Nebraska, but my grandfather grew up on Pine Ridge in South Dakota. And, um, mm-hmm. we kind of lived out West in that area a lot. And like, he was still out there. He just passed away actually in December, but he was still going to the reservation a lot for the doctors and stuff up there. And he was kind of like closer to that world. And we've been, we moved when I was in high school out here. Mm-hmm. So then I was here through college at UNL and then I've been kind of moving around, but. Right. Yeah. For readers, when they read this, I just want to make sure that that's sort of recognized. Just I, you. That, I mean, that's like that's part yeah. of the that's part of the problem, sort of. Um, right now, I don't know if I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but like uh, a lot of like names and titles, and kind of like something I think that's important to a lot of younger Native people, for sure, is like decolonizing ourselves in a way, and part of that is like wanting folks to speak about us with, by like how we speak about ourselves, you know, using our language. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think being specific about the nation um, is a really important part of that because it's something that hasn't been practiced. And, and I mean, is a relatively like new thing for people to ask people to do. <laughs> um, like if you do, if you, if you're in Omaha and you're going to look up the land acknowledgement on the website that everyone passes around, to look it up or the text message, right? They tell you you're on Omaha land, but it also says Sioux land or like Sioux nation land. And like a recent like thing that I learned as like an adult, you know, was like, why do people like, like if you went to the Oglala Lakota, like tribal website, they used to say Oglala Sioux nation because that's like our governmental assigned term. But like that's not, Sioux is not a term that like Lakota people refer to ourselves as it's a, it's a term like it means snakes roughly translated. And it's like, there's a whole lot of different roots to where like it has French influences. 
it's kind of picked up, I think, from like an Ojibwe word too. So it's like this classification given to us by colonizers mixed with like, with like negative connotations to it that we've been referred to and saying as part of our names for a long time. And it wasn't until a couple months ago I went back to the tribal website and it had been removed and now it's Ogla Lakota, which is what most younger natives, I guess, anymore like kind of refer to ourselves as. And, and it's been this big language exploration kind of in general, like people go like, if you talk to older natives, they're going to say, they're going to use Indians, like my grandfather, you know, everybody, and everybody back on Pine Ridge, like most older folks would talk about Native Americans by saying Indians, you know? And so language, as we've kind of like learned and grown and try to like take back a little bit of our culture and identity has really shifted from like, okay, so like, you know, people ask a lot on Instagram or something. If they're like asking about my art, we'll ask like, what do we like call you? You know, do we say Native Americans? Do we say First Nation? I'm like, well, like your safest work term would be like indigenous, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get natives. You're like thinking of Native America, but like First Nation is, is a very like Canadian term that like a lot of people in Canada are going to identify with. So like, it's not like you're, I mean, you're pretty safe with any of those for anybody, you know, but like language is such an important part of, I think, thinking about these land acknowledgements in a, sincere way and um it kind of goes beyond even just looking up whose land you're on on that website you know what i mean yeah um i I guess i should just ask you like what do you think about land acknowledgements i think i think that i i think people should do them i like i like that they're showing up here i think it's good i i think it's the bare minimum though and um kind of like i was saying before like you know Native people in this country have like gone through genocide at the hands of the U.S. government. And, um, it's like the least people can do to do land acknowledgements. But, um, it's not like enough to like correct harms or, or to really bring attention to things. I, I think a lot of people make good points that like sometimes land, land acknowledgements, if you're just looking up the name and saying it before your thing, you know, your, before your event or whatever's happening you can make it sound, you know, like people of the past, which is the biggest problem in America that I think we kind of have. I Especially, like, it's weird because the further I get from western Nebraska in my life, the less people believe Native people exist, you know. Like, I lived in Washington, D.C. for a long time, and the Washington football team, everybody there, like, never got, like, what's wrong with the racial, racial slur name of our football team, you know, like, like Indians aren't real. They don't, I mean, they don't, they don't exist anymore. And I'm like, there's plenty here. <laughs> like, like, like there's, if there, we're everywhere, you know, and that's a product of a lot of crazy history through our country. But, um, I think like the first thing, land acknowledgements are important because it acknowledges that we have existed. But I think the thing that people need to get better at is making it, is using land acknowledgements to show people that we do exist here right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I've seen some really great I, – I, I recently did a, a virtual takeover of the union, um, the union's Instagram for uh, Indigenous Peoples Day and Month and uh, – or Native American Heritage Day and Month. And uh, when I did that, I did a land acknowledgement post, basically. And I really wanted to go past the, like, just look it up and say whose land you're on and then you're done, right? And I, I saw a lot of influencers and, and Native Instagram – 
organizations that I really like and admire who were, who were talking, especially around those days, like how they think you can improve on land acknowledgements. And it was like, know whose land you're on, reach out to them about how to do this land acknowledgement, talk to them. But I, I also think it's important that like you share how your community can connect with those people today. You know, so when I did that acknowledgement, I made sure to have like the Omaha tribal uh, Facebook page, website on there, you know, ways to connect, ways to see what, I mean, I mean if we weren't in COVID and there was more going on, like ways to, to just get to know the community and, and interact more. Um, I also had an organization on there that I thought people should donate to um, that, that like is active in native issues in the area. So I think like connecting people with the people <laughs> whose land you're on um knowing whose land you are you are on specifically is really important and um just connecting today with like real people <laughs> um is the best way to do it i guess yeah I and mean, so you already touched on this um what do you see as their shortcomings and what do they do right i just think I, my biggest fear with them most of the time is is when addressing harms people tend to you know, if if someone is using like an appropriate image, or um, if someone is has, has committed some sort of wrong, maybe unintentionally or or without because they were uneducated about their history and our history, um, a lot of times the question is like, well, how do I make this right? And it's almost like going to like a priest in, in a confessional or something and, and, and saying like, what do I do to make this right? And people want to just be like, we'll do land acknowledgements. You know, there, there's a, a lot of these teams that are using native mascots still, uh, at every level of sports. You know, several of them are like, well, could we keep, you know, let's do a trade. We'll do a land acknowledgement before the game. You let us keep our chief logo. You know, and that's just not, that's not how, it's not about punishment and it's not about, it's not about, um, you know, payment. It's about acknowledgement and growth from everyone, you know, and education. And, and, and I think the weakest thing right now is that it really does seem to be like a, okay, we need to look, we need to, we need to just like make everybody happy and just get through. Like, I guess I'll, um, I guess I'll, we'll do a land acknowledgement for the thing. I'll Google it really fast. I'll say it. I'll mispronounce it and we'll move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think if you're sincere about it, it's a great way to make sure that people know that we still exist and we're here and then help people c- connect and um, learn and educate, I guess, is what I think it's like biggest strengths are. What do you think museums should be doing to really honor their acknowledgements and I guess follow it through? Do you see it as an issue of representation when it comes to, well, not just museums, but like cultural institutions and other maybe universities that use land acknowledgements. Does that mean more shows that feature indigenous artists, hiring more indigenous curators, staff people, things like that? Um, what, what do you see? What should be done? I think kind of all of the above. <laughs> um, when I've, I've, I've been speaking to native people in our community kind of directly about this. And I think, the general vibe I get when talking to people, and we're so happy to be talking, <laughs> I think, 
is that we feel very disconnected, especially like, I mean, just to look specifically at Omaha, there's like a very large number of different tribal represented, rep, different tribes represented in our city, like a large number of different tribes. And, and there are really good resources to connect, but everyone kind of feels, especially urban natives can feel very disconnected. And, um, part of that is there's not representation. There's not, there's not opportunity there. And, um, I think the more people can connect each other and connect native people, connect non-natives to native people, the better. And, And I think, you know, if I was, if I was some institution that felt like we needed to do address a harm done or, you know, really wanted to do better for the native folks whose land I was on, you know, um, you have your land acknowledgement, but your land acknowledgement should be well researched. Um, you should have spoken to someone from that tribe. You know, all it takes is a phone call or an email. It's not, I mean, you can find anybody's tribal website, you know, um, I think connecting with an organization or a specific artist or something is a good idea, but I do think that like land acknowledgements and specifically like a big, a, a more thought out sincere land, like you do a really good land acknowledgement, right? As part of your event or your, um, your, your art show or your gathering. And, um, you've, 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 found the name of the specific tribe whose land you're on. You've talked about them. You've connected people. You've maybe pointed out an organization to donate to or to get involved with or an event to participate in. You've done the bare minimum of addressing the harms done, I guess. And, and you've done the bare minimum to, um, you know, doing some sort of activism, I guess. Like, for, I mean, Performative activism is something that's very like prevalent right now. I think you see it, you see it in a lot of different areas. And, um, this has a really big danger of, of falling into that, I guess. So the next step is if you truly want to make change and, and progress and learn about the native people who are in your world, in our world, whose world you are in, I guess right now, um, you need to have, gets, is there a native person on your board? If you're an organization, like there should be a native person on your board. There should be multiple native people on your board, maybe, especially if you're somewhere around here, you know, um, if you have some sort of, you know, if you, if you had, if you're trying to address a harm, like you had a native mascot and you want to make things right, you know, like you get rid of it, you do land acknowledgement, but like, Speak to the community. Ask specifically the community whose land you're on. There, the thing, another like thing, trouble thing that you can fall into, I guess, with land acknowledgements is that like part of colonization and is putting, is putting a big umbrella with labels too is like a dangerous thing. So like you have, you have, you know, Indians, you have Sioux, you have I guess the more specific you get, the better, right? And the more general you get, the the um, the least help you're doing, or the more convoluting of like identities you're participating in. Um, so I guess to try and explain that better, um, if you are doing a land acknowledgement and you're just saying like 
you do the, you're like, okay, well, like, I see that I'm in this area where, like, the website has listed Omaha and, uh, and Ponca and Sue. Like, I'll say Sue, because that kind of covers everybody. Or, like, you know, we just say, say, we're just, like, doing a land acknowledgement where we're, like, acknowledging that this is native land. Like, you've done the bare, like, you should look into the specific tribe you're on, because we are different people with different beliefs and different stories and different histories and different tribal governments and different opinions. So if, if there's like, it's not my place as an Oglala Lakota man, I, I can have opinions, but if someone's asking me about, um, you know, is it cool that my art show is called like, Omaha, you know, truth or something, you know, it's like, I, you don't talk to me about it. Get a hold of the Omaha nation, the Omaha nation, you know, and speak specifically to them because they'll tell you, they'll tell you how they feel, you know, like, of course, like, and if they don't, then like respect their, respect their, um, you know, choice to decline to participate. You know what I mean? Um, I just think the more people, can understand that, that, you know, indigenous people are greatly, um, lumped together, you know, in our pop culture, in, uh, our textbooks, you know, and I think the more that they can learn about the specific history of where they are and the people whose land they're on, um, the more good they can actually do and and the more that they can actually get involved. And I, I, besides a lack of connectivity, I think most like native community members who I speak with, which is which, like, I can't speak for everyone in the world. Right. But when I talk with other native folks about the art world or just like life in general, like there's, there's not representation. Um, We're very underrepresented and there's not a ton of opportunities out there. Um, or, or people to really, you know, um, like if I, I've, I've been talking to different native folks in town and asked like, Hey, like, you know, have you, was there, is there an art show or a band or, you know, is there some arts and culture thing you participated in, in Omaha that you really liked that was, you know, that featured a native artist or featured a native musician. And most of the time they're like, no, I've never seen, I've never heard about it. I've never been able to go to one, you know, outside of like uh, cultural events, but like not, there aren't specifically a lot. There's no examples to show, but there are plenty of native artists and musicians and people um, here. We're just not connected, not represented. And, you know, people don't want to hear it a lot, mostly I don't know, guilt, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I think land people doing land, wanting to do land acknowledgements is a good thing, you know, and, and it's been a staple of these other nations of Canada, of Australia, New Zealand for a long time. And, you know, as we try to address a lot through our, like, as we try to like come to terms with who we are as as Americans, you know, um, 
part of that is acknowledging the truth, you know, and history. Like the only way you can heal after being sick is to, you know, find out the truth and the facts and understand where you are and where you've been, I guess, you know? And I think, um, I think that it's the bare minimum and I think that we can make them better. But, um, I hope that it's the first building block in a bright future of, um, indigenous representation and, uh, and, uh, connection. Yes.